Hello and welcome. I'm Jeremy Van Loon, Team Leader for Outreach and Engagement at the Center for International Forestry Research. In our next edition of the C4 eCraft podcast series at COP25, I'm speaking with Rosa Roman Cuesta, a tropical forest ecologist, about wildfires. Rosa, this year there was a lot of news about forest fires. Was this year's fire season worse than usual? Oh, thank you, Jeremy. Um... This year has been very mediatically biased in terms of fires. We have all seen um, the Brazilian situation of fires, um, while so many other places in the world have been burning. So to answer your question, there is, um, it's been um, a above-normal fire years, and that basically is certainly related to climatic conditions. When you have this level of global response, is that one driver is more important than the local circumstances. So yes, climatically, this year has been more extreme, and therefore we have had fires. But it's been fires in all types of ecosystems, from boreal ecosystems to tropical regions, to um, drier ecosystems, to wetlands that got drier than normal, like Indonesia. So, yes, this year has been more extreme than previous years, but also it depends on what you compare it with. Uh, Some of these fires are facilitated by climate, but definitely they would not happen without the human component. So some of the extreme fires that maybe we've seen in Indonesia were driven by by human action on land clearing, and some of the fires in the boreal ecosystems have been driven by uh, more... Uh, desiccated fuels, but then driven by lightning. So some of these fires are more human-driven than the others. But because the conditions have been more extreme all around the world, because it's been a linear year, um, it's it's basically, yes, um, a fire extreme year. How would you say that uh, global fire fire trends have changed in recent years? Um, The question always depends on the time period that you want to look and then the answer would change depending on that time period. So I'm I'm basing my answer in the time period from 98 to 2015 from a research done by this NASA researcher, Andela, which basically on a global trend for this period, and I'll come back to this year, but for for, for this period, we have less fire. So we are all talking about increased fire bursts that are very mediatic because they affect very flak ecosystems. But the truth is that we have less fire on a planetary level. And this is so because Africa, which is the fire continent, has less fire. So the the reduction of burn area that we have seen from 1998 to 2015 mainly affects savannas and grasslands and low um, fuel ecosystems. But what we are seeing as well is that at the same time that we have less fire, sometimes due to precipitation mainly in the sub-Saharan Africa due to precipitation and also expansion of agriculture. In forested ecosystems, particularly in dry ecosystems, we are seeing increased presence of fire from this time period, from 1998 to 2015. We have much more fire in regions like the Miombo, uh, South African, Mozambique, um, Madagascar, part of of, um, the Zambia region. Uh, We have more fire in uh, Cerrado, in Catinga, in Brazil. And then we also have more fire, but that is more human-driven by uh, expansion of cash crops products, like, for instance, Indonesia with, with palm oil. So 2009, we still don't have enough data to see if it's moved away from this long-term trend of changes of fire that I was mentioning from the 1998 um, 
to 2015, where also boreal ecosystems are having much more fire than, than the original baseline. So we still need to finalize this year to be able to look at the anomalies of 2015. But basically, um, not only the regions that we know the trends are changing are also being affected this year. So we have a baseline of change. And this year, we probably had had fire even out of this baseline of change because of the extreme conditions. What, what do governments need to do to do a better job of, of tackling fires and, and the fire trends? Well, that's, that's a very important question because it has so much financial implications. Um, in general, all governments already know they have to focus on prevention. Um, for one dollar spent in prevention, you have to spend five times more in suppression. The question is, those fire regimes that are driven by extreme climate conditions, does prevention make a difference or not? There is a huge discussion around this in the Chaparral by two researchers. Uh, it's, it's, it's even like a personal fight, very interesting, about whether Chaparral fire dynamics have to do with more prevention by burning and allowing fuel reductions, or it's just climate-driven. And if it's climate-driven, there is not that much that you, you can do. So the question there needs a diagnostic analysis, so whether different countries have more reactive um, fire biomes or whether there is human intervention that is also affecting the current fire patterns. But in general, the, the, the response is always invest in prevention, the little funding that you have, because it will always pay off compared to the expensive costs of, of suppression. But again, go back to looking and understanding which type of fire regimes your country has for different types of ecosystems and how these have been altered. And that can be done from a, from a policy perspective. Well, thanks very much, Rosa. And, uh, and thanks to the audience for listening. And stay tuned for more podcasts at www.c4.org. You're welcome, Jerome. Bye.